welcome to season two of World of Basketball, the podcast that takes you around the basketball world and we shrink it for you with guests from all types of basketball backgrounds, players, coaches, executives, NBA, college, EuroLeague, Australia, China, you name it, we bring the world to you when it comes to the game of basketball. And I'm so excited to be back for season two. And we have a very special guest today, someone who is becoming, uh, I would say, popular worldwide in the game of basketball, uh, Bobby Marjanovic of the Dallas Mavericks, uh, the general giant who's actually a pretty good basketball player in his own right. He's been in the NBA now for a number of years, but ironically, we talk about his journey to the league through the Euro League uh, back in his early days as a young Serbian player, a youngster growing up in a small town and uh, really excited to have him. This guy is a great personality. He's going to have a career uh, after basketball in one way, shape or form. Movies, TV, uh, maybe as a, a game, maybe as a, a broadcaster, uh, but just an engaging personality. I got to know Bobby a little bit. We talk about it uh, back when I coached at the Reebok Euro Camp. Uh, uh, he was there for two years. We had about 80 kids drafted over a 10-year uh, period. Guys that are still, you know, playing in the league like uh, Goran Dragic and uh, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich and the Atlanta Hawks, uh, Nick Batum, Rudy Gobert. We can go on and on. But Bobby was at camp and uh, – the thing that I remember about him was an amazing smile, even at 18 or 19. Uh, it was a general giant back then, very popular. And obviously, he's gone on and had a pretty good basketball career. We talk about his height and his size and uh, the fact that the guy is seven foot three and very agile, great hands, great offensive uh, touch, and uh, just a wonderful guy. If you know anything about season one, when it comes to the World of Basketball podcast, you know I'm intrigued with Serbia and Serbian basketball. It's a culture uh, that's very reminiscent of uh, many of us who grew up uh, 20, 30, 40 years ago, and we thought about Indiana high school basketball, where it's kind of a statewide religion, a second religion, if you will. And when it comes to basketball in Serbia, it's very, very similar. Uh, the coaching uh, the technique, the fundamentals, it's uh, something I've always been intrigued with. And, and we get into a little bit of that with Bobby. But uh, I, I think you'll enjoy this podcast. I, I know you will because he's a wonderful uh, human being and a great story. And uh, someone that, uh, you know, like I said, I got, I got to know uh, a little bit many years ago. And who knew then? Uh, probably, oh, 08, 09, I believe. Uh, that he would be ending up in the NBA the last five, six years and uh, very engaging personality. The general giant comes up next, Bobby Marjanovic of the Dallas Mavericks. Well, joining us now in the world of basketball is a guy that uh, probably needs no introduction. Uh, he has become, uh, in many ways, a uh, a, a star in his own right. I remember him when he was 18 years old. Uh, he was big then. He's still big, but he's getting bigger, uh, both in the United States and internationally. Uh, Bobby Marjanovic. Bobby, thank you so much for being on this morning. Thank you very much. And thank you because you say my name so good. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, wow. And then no correction. 
No correction. You know, uh, no. for many years, I told you I did the NBA draft on ESPN. And I would go up to the players and say, tell me how you say your name. <laughs> you see now, yeah. But you didn't ask me. I, I didn't I, have I, to. I, yeah, I, I guess you already, know. You, you already asked somebody else. Well, I've been watching you for a long time, so it's, it's, it's very good. So, hey, here's my first question. When you, when you are done, when you are an old man with grandchildren, are you going to be more famous for your basketball career or the career after basketball? What do you think? You know, I want, I want to be both. You know, like I was like, oh, <laughs> he played basketball till then, but he started acting till then, and he made shows, he made shows till then, and this is like, oh, I'm proud of my grandfather. <laughs> yeah. It's. Yeah. I, I, wish, I wish my grandson, grandkids, they, 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 they would say that it'd be so cool. And I, I never dream like you know, like when we met like long time ago, like when I was 18 or 17 that time, I, I cannot yeah. remember. And I didn't know I can be like even an NBA, but not like in a movie too. It's great. It's great. It is fun to watch your journey. And I did even watch it when you were playing, even after camp at Mega and. Uh, in Russia, in Lithuania. Hammer Farm, too. Hammer Farm, of course. That was a yes. very famous place where you started. Yes. If I took you back to your small town, how do you say it? Bojevich? Bojevac. Bojevac. Yes. If I, if I took you back there in 2005 and I said, Bobby, you will play in the NBA someday, what would you think? What would you think if I said that to you? If you, if you see me there and I was like, ha, ha, ha. You would have laughed. I was like, hey, really? don't worry. Hey, don't worry. Let's go take some ice cream and popcorn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, so never, never, never you could have thought that you could do this. Uh, you know, you, you, every time, like, you know, like how I must say that, yeah. like, people, like, kids dream big, you know, and this is yeah. like, you know, like, it's not about, it's not about if people believe you, you can make it, but, you know, you need to believe you, you will make it. You need to, like, you know, I, when I was, when I was a kid, I, you know, you know who is there, Bodiroga, you know, Rebracha, Jakovic, that time, that time when they play, Danilovic, when that time they play, this like this how I start to love basketball. You know, first I was like, oh, I'm in national team, you know, yeah. shooting the main free throws. Of course, Dan Tomasic, you know, he was on free throw line. Please, please, please make free throw, make free throw. And yeah. something like that. This 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 is how everything started. I want to be I want to be a national team and I want to and I want to play basketball. And every time, like, you know, like of course I'm not good, but you know, like who cares? Like it's like it's my own world. I make my own world, so and this is like, yeah. You had those Serbian heroes, like the guy in Dallas or Chicago has the NBA guys. Yes, but you know, like and after that, we start we start, you know, like watching one game, one game a week on TV, and right. uh, of course, like it's like late night. You no, know, but not, like we're not allowed to stay late night. But you know, right. like they do that again in a, during the day. Uh, game and you only game can watch it so they, they they show on TV and this is it and this is how because it was that time it was national national team is much is much uh, uh, that time is much uh, uh, like you know it was every time on TV and you can you, you can watch the game I, I, I don't know how to explain this is like how like you get involved more in national team than NBA but after that how like how like time going like it was easier to find the games easier to find your players you know social media facebook and everything you know like and it's easy to easy to follow everything now like oh i want to be an nba right <laughs> wow well hey let me get serious for a second and we're gonna laugh a little bit more this this podcast you came you grew up in a very tough time in your country um and your family was concerned you know you had the jets flying overhead how much of your happy personality 
seriously comes from the time where that was your way to kind of handle what was very a difficult time. Because when I first met you, when you were 17 or 18, and even to this day, you and everybody loves you because of your smile. How much of growing up in that uh, very difficult time with the wars going on, did that affect your personality and who you are today? You know, how you, how you say it, it was, it was so, we were so young at that time, like, you know, like you, you didn't pay attention, it's really a big deal, you know, like I think this, uh, our parents was more in dealing with that, or like all people like around the country who is a little bit older, we were just the kids who was like, you know, nobody, no school, you know, we try to, of course, we know it's dangerous, you know, like you, you know, like it's airplane flying everywhere, you know, like you don't have TV to watch because everything, it's, every time it's a news, news there, you try to like, you know, like find the food, that type of stuff. And, uh, you know, it's it's a problem, but, you know, it was a lot of kids, a lot of kids everywhere without no school, like we would just play around and, you know, we didn't think about that. But you, when you when you hear that uh, siren, you know, like you try to run away, like where, where is the possible, where is the possible to you can hide and you never know what you can expect. And this is like, you know, this is like, uh, yeah, every time I know, every time when I heard that siren, I was like, oh, it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's not yeah. like nice. It's not like nice. It's not nice sound for sure. Yeah. But so, so you know, for sure, if I say something, it's be like, it's be wrong or good, you know, you never know, but you know, like, it's true. I think we didn't feel too much because, like, we, we we still have we still have that like feeling in our bodies. But you know, like, because we were so kids, we didn't know it's real. Okay, so if 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 that's true, where did this personality come from? Did you grow up always with a smile on your face? You know, my my my, uh, my grandma. She she passed away last year. I think like they of course I come I come every time I saw her whatever it's like she had the problem or whatever like you know she every time we have a smile on her face with yeah. some like positive funny positive funny things to say and uh, like he's uh, you know like he's every time a uh, 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 work, workaholic like you know like he's she, oh, she yeah. loved to work yeah I think I think I think I, I made that word but you know like she like she liked to work she like have a smile on her face. And you know, like she's like she's like uh, like basically stone of my stone of my family, and you know, like I think like you know, of course, like my parents, it's important for that and everything, blah blah blah. But you know, I think my grandma, it's like is the reason why why I'm why I'm right person how I am right now. I think she's proud of me. Yeah, she, I know she is. She definitely, yeah. and that's what I remember when I first saw you at Eurocamp. Is you came into the gym every day. And you had, we had like every year at camp, right? We had like 10 Serbian guys. You were like the mafia when you came in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we walked together. <laughs> yes, Ivan Paunic. I coached Ivan every year. He was, you know, all these tough guys, Bielitsen. Um, but I remember you, you had the smile and you were this big guy as you walked into the gym. And I'm wondering when you think back, did you, have you surprised yourself with how you've developed or did you have the confidence that you could continue to get better you you know i was like you know like i have i have confidence to get better because like uh you know everything everything it's a work everything it's a work like you know like of course yeah. i'm uh i'm uh, god given to have to have my height to have my touch to have like but you know you need you need to improve that you know it not is not it will not just be like you you need to like you know, you're not like this like a diamond and you need, need like to make it look nice look shiny and uh and put the put in right in right hands in the right place. Yeah, you. you I think. Yeah. No, yeah. This. 
yeah, yeah. This is this is this is this is part of that. I think like you know like like we just we just kids who play basketball. I know I, I know my first year there, uh, I saw I saw enjoy because like I think people didn't believe what they can do. I know right. I have couple couple crazy dunks, couple like passes assists, you know like, yes. and uh, I know that time because uh, after after practice like like my people who was me in the room, my roommates, they're like yeah. man. You do a great job today. I was like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, I told you, you were impressing uh, the NBA guys even back then. You still were what we call a work in progress. But And then I'll, I'll ask you about your journey because Hemma Farm had a big youth program that you started with, right? Yes, but you know what is funny? Every time, every year we go, I was two years in, uh, in Treviso. Yes. And every year we heard on a meeting before, Oh guys, people don't watch how you scoring. People watch how you pass the ball and share the ball. Everybody say yes, and you never get ball. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We liked we liked when the guys <laughs> score too. We like the guys. I know, but this this is like every time like no way you guys you like you know like people people love to score and then nobody passed that time. Like I was like oh, no. oh it's hard to get the ball for a big guy, but you know like on the end of the story like I everybody I think we everybody have our opportunity, which is really good. So many, so many guys came from that camp. I see Fournier and Rudy Gobert and yeah, you and it was, it was a lot of people. I know. I remember Bellinelli was that time when I was there. Yes, yes, it was a great. I think back to the the just how fun it is to watch you guys all be successful. All right, you went, my friend Dayan uh, Miljevic. Dayan Miljevic. Yeah, who's now okay. with the Warriors? Yes. Was, was he your was he your coach in Mega? Was that his first year? Do you know, like, uh, 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 yes. Are you asking first about Hemafarm? Yeah. Well, tell me about no. Well, Hemafarm. Tell me. Tell me about Hemafarm first. Okay. We, uh, because we, we, we cannot skip my my uh, girl oh. because I moved there. I moved there in thirteen and a half, and yeah. they, they they really do they really do great job about like you know like. Putting the kids there is not big town. Like bring bring them to school. You know, of course we have two times of practice a day. Yeah, but we need, we need to wake up early in the morning, go in school, two classes, come on a practice, but uh, come on a practice, go back to school again. Of course we have lunch and go to sleep, and again practice from six or seven, depends yeah. of the depends of the gym time. And this is like this is like the part. Man, it was not it was not easy. You know, like it was not, but it was nice because you have organization. The only you need to do is like to go in school, study, and practice. Like you know, like <laughs> they, like because it's, it's not like big town. They do great job uh, right. to like to talk with the players. Of course, they allowed every time they talk with the parents. Parents loved it. Every, every I think every single every single kid who is there. And they really they really enjoying the moment spending there because they do a great job and I'm blessed for that because I have that like that city and that uh, that team to get my back of course and people from the school and I finished my college there. They mean I was eight years in a in a camel farm versions. Oh and I really, wow. yeah and, and and I call that my second home. You know, uh, all you had to do was wake up every day basically. Once you woke yes. up, yes, <laughs> it was it, it was amazing. Prices prices organization. I uh, feel bad because they, they, it's not it's not there anymore how it was before. But you know, like we still everybody, everybody I think they they deserve like big bonus because I'm here right now. Okay, Every, everybody who loves basketball internationally the way I do, we always we know about Serbian basketball. What is it about the teaching, the coaching, 
Like you talk about Hema Farm. And now in the NBA, I see uh, uh, Bogey and, uh, you know, Bielitz and all these guys come out of that system. What is it about Serbian basketball that develops young players? You know, it's a good question, but it's not, it's not for me. You know, like I think I, only I can say it's like, they do they do a great job like you know like uh, teaching the players of course it was more like it was like it was more like two times practice a day it's yeah. not one you know, like you know like in the morning you do like shots you do technique you do weights you do weight room or like if if you're so young you will do some exercise not like not like really weights right you know after that you start to work out on your weight and uh, in the night and i say like after like you know 6 6 p.m 7 p.m whatever you you will play like team basketball like you will go, you will go like five on five, three on two, one on one, whatever. Like some some exercise right. who's like who keep you like like team spirit in the morning more individual things, individual things in the night more uh, uh, more uh, more like team things and yeah. you know like yeah. And he, even for guys your size, you and uh, and Jokic and all the guys I've watched play, you you're developing like guard skills almost, like the passing and the. The team play right you because you can you're a very good passer always have been. Yeah. you know you, you you try to do everything you know like uh you try to do everything of course every single person we pass the ball like, like we, we go like we go chest pass bounce pass uh like we call baseball pass and like you know like when uh it's like it's like uh it's like think you know like you basically we, we stand next to each other and we throw the ball on each other like no it's basically it's a practice you know like or somebody they pass the ball after that he passed to you he go rebound by himself and come back pass to you you know it was like it was, it was that thing like we try to help each other of course you don't have so many coaches to to rebound for us we do that for ourselves and try yeah. to help each other to get it better that's great I, i've always loved uh, all my, my, my some of my serbian coaching friends i'm always picking their brain about developing players all right a couple more <laughs> basketball questions about your development and i want to talk about you and how much fun you're having uh to me like you turned things really started to go up for you when you did go to mega and then later to red star when you look at your journey russia lithuania and then back home how, how do you how did the confidence grow uh, you know, like uh, confidence. You know, I I, I was there and, uh, and come back to Mega, come back. I was after that <laughs> go I'm back to Serbia, right. and uh, you know how you mentioned Dejan Milovic. He he was my he was my coach. His his first time ever job to be coach. Right. And what is uh, what is really good? He do amazing job. Yeah. He was he he do so good job to start to play good. And uh, and it was like he helped me a lot to develop my game, believe believe in myself, you know, yeah. trust I can do some things, but I never I never I never think I'll do it. And uh, on on of course on basketball court, and um, you know I improve my game, I improve my skills, I put my pivots, I put my uh, my like well, I I getting better in every part every part of that uh, of that game. Yeah. And they make they make me to to be who I am right now. Did he? Did he? He was still he was still in good shape. Did he play you like physically? Was he banging you in practice? You know, if, if he didn't play every single time, but you know, like hey, <laughs> when uh, when he get mad, he was like, "Oh, let me show you something. <laughs> let me show you something. Yeah. Do like this." And he's and he's <laughs> he that time he's that time uh, guy undersized, and he have uh, under, yeah. undersized big. And yeah, he yeah. had like like so many rebounds, uh, double doubles, uh, crazy, right. 
crazy games. You know, I hear it and guy who play with the heart and of course with great technique. What is what is make them good coach right now? Yeah, he's a great coach. He's a good man. All right. So one other thing about Mega, you had a fat big guy, a young 17-year-old fat kid on your team, uh named Yoko. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he is not fat in that time, but you know, I know, he, I know. Yeah, yeah. We have we, we that that year we played together, and yeah. we play. Yeah. He's play. He play four. I play five. Oh. And you know, like he's uh, he's. Uh, you can see from from that that period of time, he'll be good. How he handled the ball, how yeah. he pass, how he do, how he shoot. You know, like we play together. If I think like if we have that team with these players right now, we will yeah. we sure take. It will take Euroleague, Euroleague championship for sure. Yeah, no question, no question. But did you did you know even when he was seventeen he was going to be this this special or? The great, amazing, good player, NBA. Yes, but I didn't know he'll be MVP. Yeah, of course, of course, it's it's fun. All right, you 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 dominated the Euroleague. I remember at Red Star, I, I called you the Serbian Shaq. You know your Shaq. <laughs> You started to dominate. Did you really get a text? For how to, tell me about the text from the San Antonio Spurs. About text, you know, like I, was, I know, I, like you know, like how you say I dominate. I really, I really play good. I feel great about my, by myself. Yeah, of course. And uh, you know, I, this is the time when I want to be in NBA. You know, and I know I get a lot of offer from uh, big, big names in the, in the EuroLeague and uh, right. for Europe. And uh, but I get that text message like uh, from uh, from my agent day, like you know San Antonio wants you. Yeah, go, wow. we go. <laughs> yeah, we go there. I did. I was like, I was just watching state. I was like, man, I'll play one year in the NBA. <laughs> right, just to, and, just to see if you could do it. Right. Yes, and and this how this how everything starts. You know, like they really they really was so brave to bring me to bring me in a game to bring me a game to bring me in yeah. San Antonio. To I know that time it was like you know it was like so big big stars players there like Tony Tony Parker, Mount Ginobili, Tim Duncan, David West, Aldridge, Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, uh, uh, Andrew Miller was that time with me there. Uh, wait, I'm missing I'm missing a couple of players for sure. But Matt Bonner, you know, yeah. like he was like yeah he was like he was a lot of players who is like who is like even like maybe I cannot even make a team. But I, I got it, and it was, it was like, you know, it's because it's all, all bully because they believe in me, and uh, I have basically play, get my playing time in playoff too. Yeah, did it help you going to a team that already had, like, you know, that's a team, you know, you're used to. Yes. The way you grew up in basketball, it's always about the team. Did it yes. help you that you went to a place that had this, it's almost the same culture as a Serbian team? Yes, you know, like, hey, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mention Boris Diaw, Paddy Mills, and like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, like, but you know, because uh, because I know, uh, uh, because like the, the help, I know, I know, when every time, because we that time we like beating everybody for 20 points, and it, I get my chance to play end of the game, and I know sometimes like Boris, Boris Diaw, come to me and say, hey, I'll pass, I'll, I'll pass the ball to you. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm wow. looking forward. And yeah, <laughs> keep throwing, keep throwing it to me. Yeah, yes. You know what I you know what I feel bad about you before the pandemic in, a couple of years ago, your best game of the season was the game before. True. True. You, 30, yeah. 31 and 17. 
<laughs> yeah, it was a it was it was really good game. I know. I I remember that day, and it was like, you know, I was so happy about me, but it was like, oh, Corona, we we stop, we don't play anymore. Are we done? It was like, oh, we see what's going on, but we we don't play games anymore. Season postponed. I was like, yeah. oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could you could tell when your when your children get bigger, said you can tell them the only the only, the only thing that stopped you that year was coronavirus. Yes, <laughs> coronavirus stopped me. Like all yeah. world, thirty-one points that night, and, I, and it was against the Nuggets and your friend too, uh, wasn't it? Well, Denver. Yes, it was against Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't think about that. I'm more thinking about like why they stopped. <laughs> <laughs> you had a steal that game. I remember you took the ball out of uh, Nikola's hands, and he was looking at the referee like this. He had his hands up, like, "Where's the foul?" But. <laughs> There was no foul. All right. Um, the thing about the NBA and you is wherever you are, people, you know, they say they, they know you're a very good player. But the biggest thing is you, you're te- being a great teammate and you've developed friendships. Uh, Tobias, we all know you've been on the same team with him a couple different times. How did that how do those friendships develop where there are certain guys that you just gravitate to? Of course, everybody gravitates to you. I want when we talk about Tobias, or when we talk about like uh, like all friendships. And, uh, no, you know and Tobias first. How, how does a friendship like that you know form? You know we start we start in Detroit, and that time we like have that like we have training camp, <laughs> and he never passed the ball. I was like Tobias, I'm like, and he he looked at me like, huh? He was like, hey, look, I'm honest guy. I say what I think. I don't like, it. and yeah. uh, this like this is how this is how we start. Like you know. Like, he was like, hey, man, this guy is really honest. Like, uh, I cannot believe somebody would tell me that. Yeah. Because everybody was quiet. And uh, and this, like, we, we start, like, to figure out. We basically, like, the boat is a great person. You know, like, we, we, we know, like, interesting. But it's good, interesting, same things. You know, like, we start joking around yeah. about that thing. Like, oh, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. when, he, when, he, when he do that, like, with my accent. And, uh, and we start, when we start to hang out. And uh, I know I remember the first video we listened. He listened sometimes. I hear some chicken noodle soup, chicken noodle soup. Right. And he was like, yeah, yeah. he said, he said, Bo, I have video one for you. Like, I have, uh, I have song one for you. Yeah. And, and we started joking around, like, hey, let's go make a dance. And it was like, just like, just for the fun. Like, we yeah. we done it. It was like, I said, Tobias, let's go, you meet together, you meet together. And this, and this is how, and this is how everything started. It's great. I mean, you guys have a you guys have a career after basketball. The two of you guys, the, with the with the commercials. How, how about yeah. the, how, how about the te- how about the friendships in the league? Like you know, when you go but when you look back at your career, how much are the off the court and the friendships going to be a part of this amazing journey? I think it's a it's a it's a big part. You know, like they say, how uh, how good person you are. This is how many friends you have. And like uh, you know, I have I have a lot of. A lot of great friends, and uh, when I say like I don't, I don't mean like the people who I know. I people, like I really have friends, like people who people who like yeah. believe in me, and uh, like you know like, and I I'm I, they there for me. I'm there for them, and this is like this is all about friendship, and uh, it's not it's not like you cannot you cannot get the friendship just because hey I'm I think I'm your friend. No, like yeah. friends become friends. And uh, like you need to guys trust each other. This is how this is how friendship uh, get get like uh, be like longer, and you guys get tight and better friends. 
uh, you've been so kind with your time. Last question. And uh, thank you so much, Bobby. Um, speaking you. of friends, when a guy like Shaquille O'Neal considers you a friend mm -hmm. and you have so much fun with him, how's that make you feel? I feel amazing, you know, watching him, watching him on TV and, and how he dominated the glass, you know, like this, all highlights and and he and uh, when he said when he said that like oh, uh, Bobby will never be in shaking full anymore. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I can do whatever I like. <laughs> uh, that's great. Well, hey, no, I listen, love it. Man. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, I wish I wish you could have I wish you could have played against him. You know, that would have been fun. You know, true. True. We, we never. We, yeah, we never know. But he respect. <laughs> I know. I know he respects you. Everybody. I, I, I respect him a lot. I respect all. I respect every single player who play on this world. I yeah. think everybody. Everybody do great job to keep keep their shape, keep themselves in the shape. Like yeah. play this beautiful game, and every every single player on this world deserve deserve respect. To uh, yes. never mind where he play. Listen, you deserve a lot of respect. You've come a long way. You are a great human being. The NBA loves you. And uh, stay healthy. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Be, be successful. And uh, go get a bowl of soup today, okay? Yes, deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, okay, everything. Man. See you. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, hope you enjoyed that conversation with uh, Boban or Bobby Marjanovic of the Dallas Mavericks. You can tell. He is an engaging guy, and uh, we love him as a player, and uh, I think we're going to love him post-basketball because he's got a great personality, and he's going to be doing he's going to be doing something in the limelight. There's no question about it. Uh, movies, TV, broadcasting, whatever it is, uh, we wish him all the best, and the Mavericks all the best. They had a tough one last night in Phoenix, but uh, thanks again, Bobby. World of Basketball. Season two is underway. Uh, rate, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and so on. And uh, give us a rating. Give us a review. We want to let the bosses know that season two is going to be as good as season one. Remember, World of Basketball is part of the Sirius XM podcast network. The executive producer is Chris Tyler. The producer is Denny Gallagher. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. And a very special thanks to Sirius XM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming, Steve Cohen. Sirius XM Podcasts.